there's a silver lining in this situation that we're confronted with, and we have a choice. We can look at it from the standpoint, oh, the earth, the sky is falling, or we can look at it from what the opportunity is that we have here before us today. I was going to let Robert open up this morning and kind of share a little bit about what he has seen in, in this, and then I'm going to kind of go back and explain a couple different crises that we've been through over the years and how people's mindset, our clients' mindset changes, and uh, those that adapt to that change can capitalize on it, those that don't suffer. So, Robert, kind of share with us a little bit this morning about what you've experienced so far with all of uh, what we've been going through. Okay, so so basically I'm in uh, southwest Ohio. I'm between uh, Dayton and Cincinnati. Uh, the whole Ohio had uh, three cases, okay? Uh, you know, and uh, when you look at the numbers, I'm a numbers guy. You look at the numbers, you look at all the deaths. Most of the deaths happened around Crocker and in Washington State, and most of those were in one nursing home facility, Okay. So the way I'm thinking is we have no agents who are over 80 years old with COPD issues, okay? Those are the high-risk people. This is, you know, even somebody get, gets it, uh, it's 99% chance they're going to make it, okay? So just purely looking at the numbers, this, I don't think this is a big deal, you know? Uh, but what people are doing right now is just absolutely nuts. And like I was telling you guys yesterday, I went to Costco. There was no beef. There was no chicken. There was no shredded mozzarella cheese, okay? Somebody scooped that up, okay, uh, which is nuts. However, uh, they're preparing to be home, which is great. So when people are home, they will likely answer the phone if we call them multiple times, double dial, triple dial, all that stuff. They're going to answer the phone, and, you know, you're going to be able to have more opportunities to set up more appointments. You know, yesterday I was on the phone for probably an hour and a half, I set up eight appointments, not because I'm great, but because more people answer the phone, okay? So um, I think it's a huge opportunity. Um, I was just driving this morning to go into one of my appointments, and, and the gas is uh, $1.99 per gallon. So I don't remember the last time that happened, but our client is a middle-income America person, and uh, one of their biggest expenses is going to be their gas expense. They will save some money, okay? And obviously, it's been so hyped up in the media that uh, they might even be thinking about what happens if I, if I uh, die, you know? Now, they have more money. They're thinking about it. It's just a perfect, perfect storm, guys, to go pick up that phone, set up appointments, go and see people. I shake hands. I have a little, uh, you know, handheld sand sanitizer, we sit down, and I just nonchalantly just pull it out of my pocket. I just wipe my hands like it's not a big deal, and uh, then we're just talking about how it's not that big of a deal, you know. And I, I'm not the one initiating discussion. They are, right? And um, I think that's, that's one, one thing. Another thing, Dick, is looking at these mortgage rates, you know. We had a lot of uh, refinancing already, and that was, that's all data from four weeks ago, six weeks ago. Now, I am thinking mortgage rates, 30-year fixed, will probably drop below 2% in the next uh, month or so, and uh, that's going to be huge. So I think we are just positioning for such a blockbuster summer and the fall season of 2020. This is going to be not hunting in a zoo deck, 
This is going to be hunting in a cage, but you need to be ready. You need to be willing to go and, and make those phone calls, treat this like nothing happened. And unless they bring the issue up, which have not happened to me yet, I wouldn't even bring it up and just go, go uh, and do what you need to do every day. Anything else you want me to cover, Dick? Yeah, I was on my, uh, I was talking and I was on my mute. Uh, you know, uh, Robert, I think you've summed it up so well. If it's not a big deal to you, it's not going to be a big deal to them. But if you make it a big deal to you, it's going to become a big deal to them. And um, the mortgage companies around here, they're trying to stop the flow, not to stop the flow of doing mortgages. They can't handle the paperwork. So the mortgage companies here in Virginia, they just marked up the rate a point, point and a half just to slow down the number of applications. As soon as they get through the way they've got now, they're going to – the rates aren't a point and a half higher. They're just advertising a point and a half higher to slow down the, the flow coming in. And, and yes, the gas, uh, my gosh, I've never seen it below $2 for a long time, and you're right. Middle America, that's what runs Middle America. So, guys, let's, let's zero in on the opportunity we have, not some of the things that the news media is promoting there. Right. Let's be making all the lemonade we can. Thank you so much, uh, Robert, for jumping on, because I know that Saturday's a busy day for you. So um, we do want to... Uh, just let you know that if you were on the call Friday, yesterday, Bill Martin had a lot of good tips when you do get pushback. But like Robert said, if there's no pushback, um, you know, just treat it as if it's a non-issue because some people are treating it as a non-issue. Um, wanted to hear from David Crocker because he has done uh, remote apps with uh, Mutual of Omaha. And if uh, David would tell us how that worked out for him. Good morning. Good morning from the West Coast. You are. Uh, thanks for getting on so early. You, you, you better know I love you guys to get up at this hour on a Saturday. <laughs> My gosh. Uh, when, your, when your group meet text came in yesterday, I was lovingly using your name in vain. But, uh, you know, we're all in this together. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> um, yeah, you, quick, you don't have corona, do you? <laughs> uh, not, not that I'm aware of, you know. And, and uh, it would make me very popular if I did. But okay. Um, so, yeah, real simple. Um, I talked to Foresters and I talked to Mutual Omaha this week, and I walked through with their um, underwriters, and I also walked through with their new business people and um, went through what's involved on doing a remote app. Number one, is it allowed to, um, is it allowed to uh, do a remote app? Because I know in our business we're always, you know, hey, we got to see the person individually. And with some carriers, that's true. Uh, Mutual of Omaha and Foresters allow remote applications uh, face-to-face or, or uh, over, over the computer and you just have to give an explanation. Uh, you do it through eApp, and so you take the eApp with either. And when you get to the question on did you take, did you interview the individual uh, 
personally, did you personally you know, interview them? You just say no, and that prompts a little explanation line, and you type in the explanation. Um, in this day and age, it would be a very reasonable answer to say uh, client was not comfortable meeting face-to-face due to, uh, you know, current <laughs> uh, coronavirus scares. Uh, so we met remotely. Uh, the application I took two applications this week for my fa- for a family member that's in Hawaii, and I just said they're they're out of state. And um, and so uh, uh, the applications have already been approved and issued. Um, and so it's a very easy process. Uh, you can you can you know you just click on there and give the explanation, and off you go. And then what happens is is it sends the signature pages email to the client, they open it up, and they sign right then and there, um, and then it comes back to you, and you get prompted in your email inbox that the client has finished signing, and then it prompts you to do your, your other signing. My suggestion is if you do that, is, is some, the temptation sometimes can be that when you've asked the client to sign, to, uh, you know, that you say, okay, well, go ahead and sign that, and then I'll let you guys go, and then when I... And then uh, uh, when it comes back to me, I'll finish it. You know, there's 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 a possibility the client could walk away from the application and never sign it, and you may never get them on the phone again. And so my suggestion is, if it's possible, if you are going to do something remotely, uh, if you can be on FaceTime with the client or on Skype or go to meeting, uh, if you can do that and, and physically be on the video with them and then just make that part of the conversation, but don't don't end the conversation there. Stay on with them while they do the signing, and that way you can make sure, because if they don't get it, sometimes it goes in their junk folder, they didn't know it, um, or if the prompt comes back to you, it goes to your junk folder, you didn't know it. So I just think it's a good habit to stay on the phone with everybody or on the video with them all the way through the end until you've received the electronic signature back. Um, and, um, you know, if 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 it if they get lost that way you're watching them otherwise they could talk themselves out of it in that period of time where you've hung up the you've hung up the call and uh, and they're and they haven't done the signature yet so but it's a very easy process it's approved with both foresters and Moo. Thanks so music. much, David. I'm, oh, I'm so glad that, that turned out. Yeah, thanks so much. So glad that turned out. Just a word to the new folks on the line. Uh, everything that David said would only be available to you after you had written the paper app. So you're going to need to get your agent number and your back office set up with Mutual of Omaha before you can do that. But for all of you uh, seasoned agents, uh, this is uh, not a problem. And what David did you can do too. So, uh, David, go have your second or third cup of coffee, and we really, we really do appreciate you hopping on this morning, even in your jammies. <laughs> oh, God. You're welcome. Okay, so Tony Bates uh, took advantage of the Foresters email that came out, and uh, it's worked out uh, very interesting for him because, uh, Tony, it wasn't even a Foresters app, was it? No, it wasn't. Um, uh, my situation was was different. I, I just recently got appointed uh, in the state of Maryland uh, with a non-residential license. I live in Virginia. 
And so I'm kind of in a border town, West Virginia, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. My situation was a little different. I was two hours away from my client when they called and said, hey, uh, my husband has a corporate dinner we have to be at at 7. The appointment's at 645. Is there any way you could come now? Well, now was uh, two hours away, you know. Uh, so uh, I said, you know, I can't come now, but there is a way that we can do this. Let me call you back on FaceTime. And we were able to walk through FaceTime. And while I had them on FaceTime, I was already loaded for bear. I had my worksheets already rolled up and ready to go. Um, I do things a little bit differently. I know what my clients' health issues are, if there are any, before I go. Uh, and, and I've already done my due diligence. My worksheets were already ready to go. And so I just took pictures of them and sent them to the client. And I did the presentation on FaceTime like I was sitting across the table from them. Um, and then walked them through each worksheet, asked the magic question, you know, which one of these are going to best suit you? Uh, should we worry about protecting the whole mortgage portion of the mortgage, uh, return of premium? Which one do you all want to go with? And they chose the return of premium through AmeriCo. Uh, and I, I wasn't for sure AmeriCo was going to allow us to do it. Um, but because I was, I was new, I was, I was new to Maryland. The only delay, the reason why it did not get approved on the spot is because they had to verify my appointment in Maryland, or, or my licensing, excuse me, in Maryland. Uh, otherwise, it would, have been a point, uh, it would have been approved right on the spot. Uh, and it's the same process as Forrester's. Um, David Crocker uh, explained it beautifully. It's perfect. It's just that easy. I was able to do the application for the husband and the wife. Uh, it took about 20 minutes per customer. And they were giving me application information while they were driving to their dinner. Um, and they, so it was, it was fantastic, you know. Um, and I, I didn't, I didn't make them feel like it was not a part of what we do, you know. Um, so, and and Dick will be happy to know that I actually went to the bathroom in the middle of my presentation. That was cool. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> for those of you know, uh, you new, you new people on the line. You got to go watch Dick's in-home presentation, and you'll understand what I just said. So, uh, oh my goodness! But it was uh, it was great. It was super easy, and I'm actually calling uh, a client next week. I had one client uh, cancel an appointment this week because of Corona concerns, uh, and now I'm going to get her back on the phone today to set up a uh, a telecommute where I'll be able to do the exact same thing for her that I did for those folks in Maryland. Wow, Tony, thank you so much. And then and then he called me and told me all the good news because he was so terribly excited, which is yeah, was great. fabulous. We, we love to hear uh, your successes. Guys, this is a perfect example of making lemonade, okay? We cannot just think that this is a lemon situation, especially since the lead flow is through the roof. Barry Clarkson is so excited about the lead flow, and Dick's getting ready to tell you uh, a little bit of the background on that and why uh, that is important too. You know, when we went through the 9-11 crisis, uh, we had some of these same issues. People were concerned not, not about seeing us. They wanted to see us. But what 9-11 did for everybody, it just reminded everybody of their mortality. Well, guys, that's what's happening right now. 
they're being reminded of their mortality. Um, and I'm going to cover how the buying patterns changed here in just a moment. When 2008 hit, what happened there was the economy collapses, people feel concerned, and um, what they wanted to do is my, they, they wanted to make sure that that house was still going to be a legacy for the family more so then than ever before. Again, their mortality um, was tied to the finances. But what changed in 2008 uh, and nine was this. We, I mean, the economy was flying. Things were going well just like they were a few weeks ago here now, and people were really starting to ramp up. They were all buying return of premium. I think 70% plus of the people before 2008 bought return of premium. Those agents that didn't understand the market changed, their, when 2008 hit, their income dropped 40% because they were continuing to go in showing the full mortgage return of premium, and that's all they showed them. When I get a new agent on the phone and I ask, I say, well, what are you going to show them? Well, I think they need money back. And or I think they need this. And the agent's intention is to go in and just show that. Well, as David pointed out, uh, or Tony pointed out, he likes to go in and know before you go. So he's got his worksheets filled out, giving them options. Well, what happened with me when everybody's income dropped, I'm, what I'm trying to point out is how the buyer's perspective changed and we adapted to it as a, as a purpose in this. I, I continued doing what I'd always done. I showed him the full amount of the mortgage for 15, 20, and 30 years and 60% of the mortgage for 15, 20, and 30 years and the same thing on page two with return of premium. What happened was the number of sales actually went up. My closing percentage increased because people wanted to make sure that they took care of this home because they were concerned about the death benefit more than they were concerned about the return of premium. My premiums dropped, but my overall premium increased because they wanted to make sure that home was a legacy to them. So understanding what's going on in the client's mind right now, I guarantee you, we're going to sell some return of premium, but we may sell a little less of it now, if you haven't been offering it, obviously that's been a mistake all along because that's what people have really been gearing up to do because the economy is doing so well. Now, the, the best part of this, as we, that's why we had three different people on this morning to give their perspective of what the consumer is expecting. Robert is so right. Gas in Virginia is $1.79 a gallon, you know, um, and I heard several places it's in the buck 80s range. So this is just crazy. And that's what middle America is looking for. The carriers have been so good to work with us. Um, now, I do want you to understand, when we do this over the phone or Skyping and so on, guys, that's a transactional business. They're not interested in becoming your friend or connecting that much on the phone doing this. They're looking for a transaction. Why? Because they're concerned about not having enough death benefit. Now, that type of business could be replaced in six months to a year when somebody comes knocking the door and becomes their friend. So my recommendation is once these sales are made, when you're back in that neighborhood again, it's a good idea to stop by and go over and explain to them how the foreclosure protection benefit works. And as soon as this blows over, 
I would I would have a list of all my clients that we've done transactional business with just so that we can go back now and do the connection with the people. Uh, at that point in time, you've got a very good probability or a high probability of getting more coverage on them because they trusted you enough for the transaction. Now that you've shown you care, you go back, you've got another opportunity to make another sale and or get pick up your referrals. So, you know, there's just a lot of good things going on here um, that can make a difference in your business in these next two or three weeks. Okay, and we want to offer one tip before we close out. We did want to keep this short because we said we would. Uh, a really good tip is to, when you're doing either the FaceTime or the Skype, or uh, Zoom is a great uh, tool also to use for this, is have the person hold their driver's license up under their chin or next to their face and snap a photo on your phone of them together and include that photo not as a JPEG, but as part of the scan of your application. Um, a lot of you have already learned that Foresters does not take JPEGs. Um, so include that in your the scan of your, well, not scan of your application, but you're doing the app. Um, but if you can't put it in an e-app, you can send it to the carrier later. But that is a good way to identify the client with the driver's license and their photo, it says that you visually saw the client. You know they're not oxygen. You know they're not in a wheelchair. And um, that would be a good uh, example to a carrier who maybe didn't give you permission, like Tony did. He didn't have permission to do uh, a non-personal application with Americo, but hey, they got the business. They didn't care. So just a tip there. We have recorded this. We will post this in GroupMe if you know someone who wasn't able to hop on. And guys, we are here for you today. We are the thing to remember is that this is a level playing field. Every IMO in the country is in the same situation we are. Okay? So everybody needs to weather this storm together and um be prepared to, you know do what you need to do to get the business. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Keep calm and stay healthy.